Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Matt Storrs, and welcome to Matt Splaining. On today's episode, we have somebody who is an expert in a show that I've seen a fair amount of, but I'm very excited to hear what they have to say about it. Expert, please introduce yourself and tell us what you're an expert in. All right. Well, my name is Dan Bublitz Jr. I am a comedian and I am an expert in Law and Order Special Victims Unit, also known as SVU. Fantastic. My understanding of Law and Order SVU is that it's a spinoff of the original Law and Order series. And there's been a bunch of spinoffs. And actually, what people don't realize is that there have been a lot of spinoffs that actually didn't go anywhere. They did a lot of spinoffs that were based in different time periods. So like period piece, Law and Order. So there was Law and Order Medieval. There was Law and Order Victorian Era. <laughs> and as as you can tell, those are a little bit harder. The amount of forensic evidence that they could get into was a little bit less adequate of the time. Bringing in leeches and then burning them. <laughs> to discern who was guilty or not was a little bit harder to sell to an audience. So they didn't get past the pilot stage. But there were some really good ideas. There was Law and Order Future, but that was just basically Minority Report. And they were like, hey, we can't be associated with that. And as it goes along, there were a couple of spinoffs that did see something later on. For instance, there was a Law and Order Muppets that ended up being the Muppet movie. Well, I guess puppet movie. I, I don't think I can say it was a Muppet movie. There was a whole lawsuit about that. That was the one with Melissa McCarthy where there was a criminal investigation. And that actually, they took the pilot that got denied and then turned it into a feature-length film. And my understanding of Special Victims Union is that it's been on for more than two decades, almost 25 years now. and. The main staying power of this show is Chris Maloney's rear end. Mostly, <laughs> I understand that because at the gym, it's always playing. I thought just, oh, it's just on because that's what the TV station is playing. But then I realized that they were actually changing the channel to where it was on. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Why are they putting special victims unit on? You would think they would put sports on in the gym. But actually what it is, is those were episodes that prominently featured his rear end to help facilitate people working hard using like the booty bumper, for instance, if you're familiar, it's a new fangled machine that a lot of people like to get their butts into competition with him. That's smart. That's smart. It, it is. I mean, basically, if they can, the Nordic track commercials or the Bowflex commercials, they've been trying to get Chris Maloney to promote the booty bumper for years at this point. I, I don't know exactly when the booty bumper was developed, but when they were developing it, oh, yeah, the hips go up into the sky like Chris Maloney's meaty thighs. The underbelly of the show is for fitness inspiration. That's really why it stayed on the air. They've done a lot in the history of the show to demonstrate how horrible these crimes are, to like put victims at the center and how much trauma that can go on during their lives. They've done a lot to demonstrate how police investigate 
done a lot to make criminals better because they know what the police are looking for in some instances. But ultimately, the reason why the show has staying power and the reason why it maintains its place in our society is because without it, everybody would be skipping leg day. And that's something really admirable. I think that that does a lot to help our society on top of all of the other things that it does that are positive and keeping a lot of actors employed, keeping people coming back, playing multiple roles as the series progresses. Based on what you've heard so far, about how much of that would you say is accurate? I would say about 5%. Maybe ten percent. Oh, a nice, a nice five and ten percent. Five to ten percent. That's one of the lowest ones I've gotten so far. <laughs> oh yeah, you you're you're right about them having spinoffs, just not the spinoffs that you mentioned. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you got to admit though, a medieval SVU or Law and Order would be pretty interesting. No, I'm on. I was on board on all the law and orders that you mentioned. I wish those were actual law and orders. Those would be very entertaining to watch. You were accurate on the the puppet movie. I think that probably was a failed law and order script. <laughs> right from the Muppets, and then they had to change it to puppets for you know copyright and and uh, trademark. Uh, right, issues. You're probably correct on that. And I could see where you would think that Christopher Maloney's behind is what keeps the show going. How Christopher Maloney has not been on the show for like the several years. He's done some guest. He's now become a guest star on the show here and there because he has his own Law and Order spinoff series called Law and Order Organized Crime. Interesting. Yeah, that came out last year. Yeah, I think they're in season two. Maybe they're in season three on that one. But yeah, he 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 went away to do other things. And if if you're at all a fan of Christopher Maloney, you know that he had a couple different series since then. He tried to do there was a it was like a sitcom where he played like a stepdad mm-hmm. on Fox, I think. And that only lasted a few episodes before it got canceled. He was also uh, on a show on Sci-Fi, and the name of the mo- the the show is eluding me. But it was like two episodes. Patton Oswalt played this imaginary donkey, which was okay. his kid's imaginary friend, and then he could start seeing it. It was very quite a wild show. But now, currently, like I said, he's on Law and Order: Organized Crime. But one thing that they've been doing in the last couple of years is they have been doing crossovers I see. where they've been crossovering all of them and so the original law and order went away they did eventually cancel it but now that's back as well mm-hmm. um, and they they did even they did a an, a crossover of law and order law and order svu and law and order organized crime like they did like a triple crossover with the the new stuff in fact i think Law and Order, you know, I can't remember. I'm not sure how many years it went away, but mm-hmm. SVU has been going since 99. Oh, it's wow. on, currently on its 24th season. Oh, wow. That's uh, wild. I have one question about the crossover episode. Since they brought all of the units together, you know, the best of the best of these New York detectives, did they bring them all together because all of the criminals had organized because of the organized crime unit? 
and they were like like kind of like a superhero sort of thing where like the worst offenders got out of prison and then they're like we're gonna do a lot of crimes or was it just like a big circumstance where they just needed to come together because it was a big case it was a big circumstance okay situation okay. yeah okay. it was yeah. it had to do with like a human trafficking type the situation Okay, so not not the worst offenders getting out of prison a la Batman. No, 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 no offenders getting out of prison. Uh, anything like that. Nothing that exciting. It was uh, it was pretty uh, they tied it in pretty well. We're making it where it had to do with human trafficking, which, you know, brings in the uh, brings in your your special victims unit. And that was tied to organized crime, which brought in your organized crime. And they started off with just regular law and order where the the detective the one of the main cast members there was having like lunch or something with his daughter and then suddenly this girl was like running from somebody and he was trying to help her and then he got something came up and then she got shot and yeah and and ended up dying and so it tied it all together oh wow that yeah that sounds like it was fun well not that it was fun based (laughs) on all the things but it was like an engaging episode or set of episodes absolutely absolutely they did a great job of doing like the crossover that they did and before that they had already did crossovers with the u and i'm sure they've done other crossovers before this but they did do an a crossover with law and order organized crime and svu because obviously you know olivia benson who is now a captain on svu played by mariska hargitay her and you know Christopher Maloney's character Elliot Stabler were partners for a long time, and they introduced organized crime by doing a crossover with SVU, where Elliot came back to New York to kind of be one of the lead detectives in this special organized crime unit, mm-hmm. and one of the first cases that he was kind of working on had to do with I don't spoiler alert I guess spoiler spoiler do we do spoiler alerts or do we do spoilers should well, I not you can you can do spoilers I don't think that how long ago did this come out this was a couple years ago yeah you're good if, okay if, this is yeah. a couple years ago so stabler was living in Europe doing like he was working for like an organized crime thing over there interesting um, i i i in that brief period i was really hoping you were gonna say he was like getting into pottery <laughs> i mean like, maybe maybe that was yeah. like his uh, his hobby yeah i um, i wish i wish that would have happened anyway continue yeah but he comes back to new york to work on this organized crime unit and then um his uh, his wife is murdered in a base in a car bombing and that was meant for him and mm. so that's what brings him back to SVU. They start, you know, he reaches out to Olivia to help. Like they're looking for the the murder, you know, trying to figure out who who planted the bomb, which right. ends up being a, a kind of a crime family. And that's what kicks off the organized crime unit. I see. So he's kind of out for not necessarily revenge, but, you know, to make amends. Well, I would say he is more out for revenge. He, okay. you know, if anybody, if you know it, the one thing about Elliot Stabler or Christopher Maloney's character, Elliot Stabler, he is pretty, he's he's one of them. He's like a tough cop 
and and he will push the limits of what he can and can't do like he his his reputation for getting a little rowdy and really roughing up you know suspects and trying to get answers and and pushing the limits he has a reputation for that so it's no surprise that he he's not just trying to solve this case for redemption he wants to you know if he had it his way he'd probably kill the person who killed his wife Right. Because that's the kind of person like he 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 he's like right on that edge. He plays a person that's like right on the edge of losing it and just beating the crap out of every suspect. Right. So uh, a policeman. But yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Excellent. I was just going to say the other cool thing about Law and Order SVU specifically, you know, again, it's been out. It's been going for 24 years and it the cast, you know, they do rotate. It has been rotating since uh, Christopher left mm-hmm. um, and some other people left, too. And sometimes they come back, but they've done a really good job of, like, keeping some of the core characters like Olivia Benson. She's been with the show since the beginning. Mm-hmm. She's like one of the original cast members. Ice-T, he came on like the second or third season still with the show, you know, and it's had like just an amazing amount of guest stars and and it's fun to watch now. Like if you watch it and watch some of the older episodes, you'll see somebody that's a guest star and you're like, Oh my God, they're actually really famous now. Cause they're like an amazing actor doing cool things. But back then they were probably just, you know, just getting their start. Absolutely. And that's one of the shows that I feel does the, Oh, that's a really good actor. Why are they in such a small role? And then you have to debate like, oh, could they be the murderer or are they just going to be a bit part because it was so early in their career? And that like adds a whole nother level of intrigue and mystery of, of watching it. It's very fun. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that's cool about it, and I think it's it could be said about most probably. Well, I don't know about the regular Law and Order, but I know at Law and Order SVU. One of the things about it is that a lot of the stories are inspired by real events. So some of your stuff that comes out as a real event will kind of like, they'll do a story similar, like for an example, the Harvey Weinstein thing. Mm -hmm. uh, There was an episode that was very similar to that. Mm -hmm. There's been similar to Indians being called out for the me too, too Mm -hmm. as well. and, And different things like that. So like, and then just some, you know, random real cases that have happened, they'll do like similar episodes that are based on those stories right one of my favorite concepts for a potential law and order was law and order petty crimes and it was just (laughs) it was just basically beat cops having to like figure out who stole a stereo not again not the most exciting the television most likely but the formula would be fun I think so. I think so. I think you could have fun. I think what you're thinking of is what came out as Clint Nine Nine. Ah, I see. I see. <laughs> that could quite frankly be fantastic. If people wanted to learn more about you or about the show, where would you recommend that they go? Well, uh, to to learn more about the show, obviously you can go to the internet. But if you want to watch the show, that's the best way to to learn about the show. Okay. It used to be available on Hulu, but I don't think it is now. I think you have to have Peacock to get the old episodes. Uh, granted, it's re- it reruns all the time on like Ion and USA and 
channels like that. So if you have cable or satellite, you can watch it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best way is actually to get Peacock. And no, they're not endorsing me. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I've noticed uh, since they launched their own streaming service, they've been slowly moving their stuff off of Hulu onto that platform. Right. Um, because I used to watch, use it for, uh, use Hulu to watch all these shows. So that's why I know that. So that's where you can go. Peacock is the best way to watch these episodes. And the, all the seasons are on there. For me, the best way to find out more about me, you can go to my website, danbublitz.com, danbublitzcomedy.com. Either one will get you there. I'm on all the social media platforms at dbublitzcomedy as well. Excellent. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming on the episode today. I feel like I've learned quite a bit. I hope so. I, I could go on and on and on about this. <laughs> I said it's one of it's probably one of the few shows that I've watched like every episode. That's awesome. And if it comes on as a rerun, I'll I'll watch it still. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good. It's a good cleaning show. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's also a good like travel for comedy show. So like when mm-hmm. you're in a hotel and it's on, I just put it on for while I'm in, in, traveling for comedy. Absolutely. Fantastic. My name is Matt Stores, and this has been Matt Splaining. <laughs>